Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. everybody and welcome to true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters this is katie weaver and i'm here with my sister co-host and partner in crime christy brower hello hello hey everybody welcome to wednesday Woo-hoo! we made it <laughs> it's we been did. quite the week yeah it has been a crazy week and it yeah. at the same time i was sure for part of the day today that today was thursday so oh i don't know <laughs> passed right over case updates. I, I, think. Did. I don't know what I was thinking. And I'm like, wait a minute. We haven't done we haven't done case updates. Yeah. Because I do <laughs> most of my life on what day of the podcast are we on? Yeah. Right. <laughs> True. That's kind of how everything is, well, basically organized. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It well, is. other than being utterly confused, how are you? Uh I'm very well. Um, really enjoying this weather, cracked out my shorts and, you know, taking advantage while I can. Nice. Very yeah. good. Yeah. It's beautiful. 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 It is. Yeah. It's gorgeous. So yeah, I'm very good. Awesome. Well, me too. Just, you know, we've traveled so much lately. Um, like all of our work has just come down on our shoulders this week, Scott and I. So I have just hardly landed. We have worked so hard this week. <laughs> But then again, you you pay to play, you know, so you do. it is what it is. That is, yeah, that is exactly how it goes. And we are not done yet. So anyway, I'm kind of uh, excited to see this week come to a conclusion. But, you know, I have literally no things to complain about for sure. Right. I want to say hi to Cranky, Fran, Alana, RJ, Christy. Welcome, everybody. We are, of course, over in the chat room. Uh in the comment section on Facebook and on YouTube. So you guys uh, come and say hello. We are paying attention. So mm-hmm. like to see everybody. We do have sure do. a lot to update. Uh, when we do case updates, and I don't know how this works for you. I'm sure it's the same. I always have like a thousand windows open mm-hmm. because I have all these cases. Hey, Lynn, that we're tracking. And then these articles will just start playing random commercial. Yes, and then you can't find where the sound is coming from. <laughs> that happened at the beginning of the show, and so I wasn't oh, even no. sure if I like said hello on time. I was desperately trying to close a window that was killing me. <laughs> but there's another one that's been killing me, but I really want to play something from it. So I think we're going to start with Oakley Carlson. Oh, let's do. So Oakley, of course, uh, is missing from uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. She's been missing for, oh gosh, we don't know how long. Yeah, you know, don't. it's one of those deals. We talked about this last week. Her parents have not been charged in her disappearance yet, but they have been charged be- for two things that we understand. First of all, 
Uh, some of their children were found to have methamphetamine in their systems. Oh, God. And a week or two ago, her dad actually pled guilty to this. Right. And right. so he was sentenced this week. And he made a statement to the court that I'm just so freaking dumbfounded by that I think you guys should all hear it. Oh, boy. Because I can't even with this guy. Uh, now, bear in mind, as you're listening to this, this is what he said to the judge as she was sentencing him. And bear in mind that he has a missing four-year-old. But he has completely refused to complete, uh, cooperate with authorities on her situation. So I'm going to share a window here so that we can share his uh, statement to the judge today because, good Lord, I wanted to slap him myself, which isn't a new experience, but right, on, man. All right, let's see. Not sure if I can. Well, let's just play it. I deeply regret my failings as a father. I, um, I've, I haven't done a lot of things correctly in the last seven years or so. Um, I'm very ready to turn that around. And um, if I can't be a father to my children, then I can at least be an example that they can um, look at and say that I did the right thing. Um, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Carlson. This complete ass has a missing child. Yeah. And he just made that all about him. What a jackass. He'd really like to be an example to his children. Of doing the right thing. Okay. Well, yeah. where's Oakley, you asshole? Yeah. Can you even with that? Yes, I can. Yeah. But it makes me sick. Yep. Yep. I'm just so beyond disgusted. And why did he plead guilty? You know, his whole situation is really strange to me. Mm -hmm. With his daughter missing, he pleads guilty because what? He thinks the best place for him to be while his daughter is missing is in jail? It's I guess. really strange. Well, and Mama has not pled guilty. She's going to apparently run this all the way through the court proceedings. Mm -hmm. So maybe he was trying to take the heat off of her. Maybe. There have been other parts of these proceedings that it seemed as though he was really blaming her for all of his problems. Here's the thing. These two idiots met. He was a cop. That's right. And they met when he responded to a domestic violence call and she was the victim. Oh, yes. This is a match made in hell. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. Yep. And, you know, they got together. Hey, Andrea. They got together shortly after. Oh, and Jessica and Barbara. Shortly after, they've now had several children together, and they are raging meth addicts. The oh other God. thing they've been in trouble with is that one of the children requires a growth hormone. Right. And it was discovered a while ago, a few months ago, that they hadn't given it to her in 18 months. Oh, my God. Medication that she absolutely requires. Yeah. Oh, Wow. It's I, so freaking gross. But I, I absolutely, I nearly fainted when I heard that ridiculous. Yeah, that is absolutely, what a, what a self-centered narcissistic asshole. Like mm -hmm. somehow this is, he's doing the right thing here. You know, mm -hmm. I'm doing the right thing. No, you fucking aren't. Your kid is missing. Mm -hmm. Where's your kid, you jackass? Mm -hmm. Wow. Oof. Yep. Sorry. 
gets my potty mouth going. I know. I know you would absolutely faint to hear this shit. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he was sentenced to 12 months, which 12 months for your children having meth in their systems. Yeah. But he has help. never had this is he's a first time offender. Yeah. The rest of the kids are in CPS custody. Yeah. They, they couldn't leave him with these two fools. Nope. Due to the meth. Well, it, there was a fire. This is how they finally realized that Oakley was missing. There was a fire in November or December. And some of the community members, the school principal, showed up with some supplies and things for the kids. And she's the one that went, these guys have five kids. And they asked the kids, where's Oakley? Uh, they started kind of hedging around, making stuff up, saying, uh, she's in her bedroom. She was in trouble. Something along those lines. Mm -hmm. They said that the fire started on the couch because Oakley, of course, was playing with a lighter. Only the kitchen was actually, or the fire was actually in the kitchen. And a lot of people suspect they were probably cooking meth in the kitchen, especially Mm -hmm. considering the children having meth in their systems. Right. Anyway, well, didn't they also at one point say in Washington that the wolves took Oakley? Yes. Another time. Yep. One of the little kids told the principal that uh, Oakley went into the woods and was eaten by wolves. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. Mm -hmm. So they haven't been charged yet in Oakley's disappearance. They will be. I have full faith that they will. But uh, they're still getting that together. But. Anyway, because we don't even know how long Oakley's been missing. This is another one of those. Right. Like, Correct. God. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of missing children, uh, talk to us a little bit about Cody Bigsby. Okay. Let's see. I was going to share a picture. So y'all remember we covered Cody's case about a month ago or so. He's been missing six or eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little guy. This is a, a billboard that is up for him now. Sorry, this is taking a minute. Um, this is little Cody. He's four, Mm -hmm. I think. And he is still missing. And so this is in Hampton, Virginia. And yeah, he's been missing about eight weeks now. Um, his community, the police and local community, have absolutely scoured everywhere they can think of. The police have done a ton of overtime, and there are all these other organizations. There's a military veterans uh, nonprofit organization. It's called Water Team Inc., mm-hmm. and they have been looking for Cody for 38 days. Yeah. And, you know, all these people in his community looking everywhere for him. And you know what they have found? Nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. So dad, his name is Corey Bigsby. He had custody of Cody along with some other children. And he is currently in jail. He's not charged with Co- with Cody's um, disappearance yet. Although I'm quite sure he will be right now. Mm-hmm. What he's charged with are neglect charges because what happened is he was leaving these children home alone, mm-hmm. and he so he's in jail, mm-hmm. and he's ha- they're revisiting his bail on uh, April 5th because he's trying to get his bail dropped down lower. 
But Cody is another kid that we're not exactly sure how long he was missing. We know what dad says, but we also know what dad's been doing, which is leaving the kids home alone. Yeah. And the kids, dad had the kids, not mom. Mom was obviously really struggling too. And nobody knows where poor little Cody is. Mm-hmm. And they have, his community has come out and his, and the police force, like people are on this in Hampton, Virginia, and they have found nothing yeah. in six, six, eight weeks of searching for this kid. Awful. Yep. But dad, I am assuming will also get charges. I think that this is, you know, they're just, they don't know yet what to charge him with, I think. But yeah. they, other than the neglect charges, which he is currently facing. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we will continue I, on a whim. I searched for him today just because I wondered if there's any updates I'm we've missed. That you and did. that's all I found. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's all no little ones. updates. Every week I search all of their names to see if there's anything new to know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk a, about another missing child. Man, we're fun today. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> guys, this one will blow your freaking minds. There's two things that came out this week in the news about Madeline McCann. Yes. We covered Madeline McCann a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, Madeline McCann was, let's see, let me get my article up. She was a child who disappeared. She was a British child who disappeared while her family was vacationing in Portugal. Mm-hmm. It's been 15 years ago. Yeah. And they have a suspect. They have had for a long time, a German guy named Christian Bruckner. But they've never charged him. They never have been able to put together enough to charge him. And one of the things that uh, has been really troubling about this case is that her parents left her alone in their room while they went out for drinks and stuff and while she was supposedly sleeping. Right. And then she vanished. And that's been something that people have judged them pretty harshly for. You know, she was tiny and they left her. They thought it would be fine because she was sleeping. And, well, it wasn't fine. And. It's well, and they were at a bar, not like they could actually see the windows of their hotel room from where yeah. they were sitting. And I know they and some other parents they were with would take turns going and checking on their kids. Mm-hmm. But I mean, come on. Clearly someone noticed, you know. Yeah. But anyway, two things. Uh, first of all, the uh, police in London have been... Uh, examining, investigating this case now for 15 years. They have run out of funding to investigate her case and they are closing her case in September. Her family's pretty horrified about it. They're saying they will continue to press on with a private detective and, you know, continue to work towards the case. But there's a pretty good consensus among law enforcement that this is a case that will remain cold, which is really sad. It sure seems like it where they've had a, a suspect for a long time now and can't charge him. I mean, mm-hmm. when, yeah. you know, something major would have to happen to change that. Mm-hmm. But then this week, this absolute ass in England at the Otley Burger Company in Leeds uh, thought he'd put out a really super funny ad for Mother's Day. Here's the ad. It's a picture of Madeline and her mother. And it says, with burgers this good, you'll leave your kids at home. What's the worst that could happen? Oh, my God. What a jackass. I can't imagine. 
people are quite upset. Yeah. He thinks it's hilarious. He's refused to remove the ad. Uh, he is now getting horrible reviews, had death threats. The public is absolutely getting their torches and pitchforks over this. Right. I'll bet He's, they are. He doesn't have children. And he just thinks it's funny. He's like, I don't care if people are mad. Whatever. I didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, don't go get your burgers there. Just don't. What in the holy hell would make anyone think that was okay or funny? To make a joke out of a missing child. Wow. No. Yeah. Not cool at all. What a jerk. No. What a complete jackass. I hope he goes out of business. Yeah, you can't yeah. be that insensitive. People and are boycotting. And yeah, people are freaking the hell out over it. Yeah, I bet they are because that case, that's one of those cases that you just, that everybody knows. Like that mm -hmm. Madeline McCann case, her face mm -hmm. has been all over the media for so long that, mm -hmm. you know, you know, it's her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really super duper uncool. But think, speaking of super duper uncool, talk to us a little bit more about the not friend of the show, Josh Duggar. Oh, God. Josh Duggar. Okay, so we talked about this last week that um, his attorneys have applied for a delay in his sentencing because, as we know, Josh Duggar has been convicted for downloading and possessing child pornography. That was back in December. So, um, originally, well, his sentencing was supposed to be on April 5th. It's now been moved to May 25th. Mm -hmm. because his attorneys they need more time for what i mean the dude is already convicted like come on Ugh. it is so dumb and gross yeah i know i can't believe this is dragging on even more but we're not going to shut up about it because uh this has been one of those good old boy christian boy cases that got swept under the rug for all of the years that he was molesting his sisters and other girls in his church that he was never found accountable for. Yeah. And now here we are yet again with little Joshy needing some special treatment. And no, I guess he just wanted to spend a little bit more time in jail before going to prison. I, I don't know. I mean, this is they're you know, they're gathering witnesses and all their crap. They're going to, Put up at the sentencing, but it doesn't change the fact that he's been convicted. They can't right. change that at this point, you know. Unless they're trying to appeal. This is not an. I don't think they can. They he's said they were going sentenced. to. Well, yeah, but I don't. I think he has to be sentenced before they oh, can maybe start that's seeing the, appeals. Uh, yeah, the course well, of uh, events. This is a federal case, so it's a little different than a state, right? case but yeah i mean they're they're doing whatever they can to get him as little time as possible in jail which you know mm -hmm. come on his kids deserve to grow up without him because they will grow up um a lot safer so come on let's hold them hold him in prison long enough for them to be able to get out of the house yeah I mean, no. you know say that but it's true like ugh. yeah worse and no he is not out on bond he mm -hmm. is in jail he was remanded as soon as he was found guilty yeah and there was a his birthday wasn't too long ago, and his family had talked about how sad it was that Josh was spending his birthday in jail alone. Uh, get used to it, bro. You're going to spend a whole bunch of birthdays in jail alone. You are, are you not kidding nearly, me? 
not nearly enough of them. Yeah, what with this wow. testimony for a short sentence, they're still trying to come up with alternative people who could have been the people that the person that looked at the child porn on his computer at work. I mean, come on. They are just milking this for whatever. They need to just mm -hmm. sentence him and send his ass to federal prison. Mm -hmm. And that may be part of it. He's going to federal prison. Mm -hmm. And that's, not, you know, I mean, prison is not pleasant, but federal is, yeah, really mm -hmm. not pleasant. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cranky little Josh, you made a friend in jail. Yeah. It seems like they're trying to stay in jail as long as possible because that's right. in their town. Yeah. 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 So mm -hmm. I, I I don't know, but it makes me sick to my stomach. This fool mm -hmm. needs to go. The thing is, he has seven kids with a wife that he is still having contact with on the daily. Yeah. I don't trust her to keep those kids safe from him. I do no. not trust him to not be touching those kids. He no. has a long history of yeah. doing this shit. There is nothing that would make me think that any children should be around this guy ever. And for the sake of his kids, I hope he goes to prison for a good long time. I do, too. I, I hope his mm -hmm. children can grow up and move out before he gets out. Yeah. They they don't. Ugh, they don't yeah. deserve this. That's true. They don't like those that hurt children in jail or in prison. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's going to. And well, and he's well known, mm -hmm. you know, because his family was on that dumb TV show and, you know, all that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. What a fool. Anyway, so there you go. Hoping to be able to tell you that that sentencing was going forward. But gosh, no. No, we, he waits. He gets a, like six weeks, six more weeks. Mm -hmm. So what stupid. What do we need six weeks for? I, I don't know. I cannot even for the life of me understand it. So let's talk about Naomi Irion. Yeah. So we first brought you uh, Naomi's story last week. This is the 18 year old that was kidnapped uh, and forced over to the driver's or passenger seat in her car in a Walmart parking lot in Fernley, Nevada on the 12th of, of March. And they have been searching for her ever since. Uh, they've been calling it a kidnapping from the get-go. And then last Friday, they arrested somebody. And he has been in jail now, well, since last Friday. So for five days, mm -hmm. he is not talking. They are still actively, frantically searching for Naomi. Her whole family is here her dad works for the uh, U.S. government. He works for the embassy in uh, South, South Africa. Right. She also has three little brothers that are Ukrainian. Two, oh. Three adopted little brothers that are Ukrainian. What? This family does not have enough on their plate, huh? Right. Holy Can cow. Can you imagine what they were already dealing with and now this? Mm -hmm. So, of course, her whole family, basically, I don't know if they're all here, but a lot of her family is, you know, now in Nevada and they're searching and working with law enforcement and, you know, they're just desperate to find her. So finally, today was the bail hearing of the guy that they have uh, arrested. His name is Troy Driver. The Lyon County Police or Sheriff's Department has been pretty transparent. They've shared what they could. They have shared all kinds of uh, 
CCTV uh, shots. And mm -hmm. it was actually the picture they shared of the truck that gave them the lead that uh, helped them make the arrest that they did with Troy Driver. Well, today there was supposed to be the bail hearing. And yesterday they had shared the Zoom link and said, if you want to watch it, you can. The courtroom's open. We'll be streaming it from Zoom. You guys can watch it. So everyone showed up to watch it today, me included. Uh, luckily, I hadn't planned on streaming this one because I wasn't sure what to expect with them. And it wasn't streamed. And apparently at the last minute, Troy Driver's attorney freaked out about having all of this public uh, attention on this case. And the judge decided not to allow it to be streamed. So it wasn't, but there were reporters in the rooms with cameras. So we will see some of it as it trickles mm -hmm. out from some of them. But Brian Enton was there. If you remember Brian Enton, he is a reporter from Florida who was on the ground uh, in Florida. And he also came to the Teton National Forest for a little bit when Gabby Petito was missing and right. then found. He was one of those, he was that reporter that was like camped out at the laundry's house for weeks. He was. He's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And now he's covering all kinds of missing persons cases. We've seen mm -hmm. lots of information from on missing persons cases come out mm -hmm. uh, from him. I love him. I follow him on Twitter. He's cool. Mm -hmm. He's awesome. So since they couldn't stream it, he live tweeted it. So since we can't show you any stream, I thought I would share his live tweets with you. So he said, I will live tweet accused kidnapper Troy Driver's arraignment. In, I'm in the courtroom. The judge is not allowing live streaming. Driver is accused of kidnapping Naomi Arion. Uh, next tweet, Naomi Arion's family is now entering the courtroom. Naomi's three adopted brothers from Ukraine are in the courtroom. Naomi Arion's family has their arms around each other and they are waiting quietly for the hearing to start. Judge has still not entered. Everyone is wearing pins with Naomi's picture. Mm -hmm. There will be two cases heard before Troy Driver. Judge is still not here. Lewis is allowed to record the Troy Driver hearing. We can air clips later on News Nation. We're just not allowed to stream it live. Okay. Seems delay is on the jail's end. The defendants will appear via Zoom from the jail. Arraignments are now starting. Second person being arraigned, Troy Driver should be next. Then there's a big delay, and he says, seems something to be happening on the jail end of things. Judge now says there's going to be a slight delay in getting to the Troy Driver arraignment. So they were actually streaming from the jail. So the uh, defendant was actually showing, he was also appearing on Zoom. Uh-huh, okay. Uh, hearing starting now. Troy Driver is in a striped jumpsuit, jumpsuit staring at the Zoom camera. Judge reading Troy Driver his charge of kidnapping. Troy Driver is represented by a private attorney. Attorney says he wants to wait on bail arguments. And that's what this was supposed to be today was bail. Attorney says they were not notified. The news media was going to be here ahead of time. I don't know why oh, you well. would think they wouldn't be. When you're Driver's charged with kidnapping a woman that this story has gone all over the country, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, of course they're going to be there. Should be there for every court, Everything. anything for someone who's charged with kidnapping somebody. 
Driver's attorney says he respects the rights of media, but is citing rules that say he should have been told media would be here. He also says only one camera should be allowed in the courtroom. There are several. Driver's attorney is upset the Zoom link was sent out to the public. He says the court may have lost control over the streaming. <laughs> well, the court would know if anybody, you know, used the link. Attorney said his name so fast I missed it. I will get it. He is still talking and arguing they should not decide on bail right now. Prosecutor says none of Troy Driver's rights have been violated. Prosecutor says she does not object to the bail staying at $750,000. That's where it was. Mm -hmm. Just kind of a, a cursory bail before they got into court. Right. Judge says all press in the courtroom has been authorized. Judge says she did not have to notify the defense attorney about media being here. Troy Driver's bail will remain at $750,000. Judge is telling the family they can make a statement. Prosecutor is asking Naomi's brother if anyone wants to address the judge. Naomi's family does not wish to make a statement to the court at this time. Troy Driver's bail will remain at $750,000 if Driver posts bail. He will get a GPS monitoring device. He is not allowed to contact Naomi's family. He will not be allowed in Fernley except for court appearances. He can't use drugs or alcohol. He will be placed on supervision. Uh, he'll be back in court on April 5th. We did finally learn that the attorney's name is Mario Walther. I have not had a chance to do any research on him, but I sure will. Yeah. I think everyone is in over their heads currently. I'm sure, because this all happened really fast. Mm -hmm. And Friendly's not, as I understand it, a super big place. And these mm -hmm. are, you know, this is all big doings. So mm -hmm. here's how. So then after the arraignment, uh, Naomi Arion's brother spoke for a little bit. I'm not going to play it for you guys because it is so hard to hear. The wind's blowing really hard into the microphones and it's impossible. Mm. So you can go find it on Twitter, though, if you want to try to watch it and make it out. But here's the thing. the Everyone's very upset reading all the comments, the people that are, you know, from their community. They're very upset that he received that kind of bond. Also, in the brother's statement, Casey Valley is her brother. He's been amazing, absolutely amazing. He says that they were told that he has every intention of bailing out. Well, mm -hmm. he can have every intention of bailing out, but this has Lori Vallow written all over it. Right. Now, let's look back. When Lori Vallow was first extradited to Rexburg, and yeah. her bail was dropped from $5 million to $1 million which meant that they were going to have to come up with about 15%. So somewhere in the like 150,000 range mm -hmm. to get that bail. Now, remember that 15%, that's a payment. Yeah. That's not securing anything. Don't you don't get that back. You're paying that to the bail bondsman to take on your case. Well, nobody would give Lori bail. And mm -hmm. the reason why is because if you are out on bond and you get hit with more charges, the court can choose to revoke that bail. And that could be really bad for the bail bondsman. Right. 
And we know that people sat down. We know that bail bondsmen came into the jail, sat down with Lori and said, tell me where your kids are and I'll give you bail. I will work with you. But she wouldn't, you know, because they were already dead. But so nobody would bail her out because that was a huge risk for them. So any bail bondsman at this point, in my opinion, he's not bonding out because A, he too would have to come up with about $100,000 and B, which I seriously doubt he has it. He doesn't even own his home. He rents. Right. And so there's that. But then on top of that, what bail bondsman is going to touch this? The victim is still missing. Right. There's very likely going to be more charges down the road. There are. It's going to take a risk on this shit. Well, and if you look at his criminal history, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, not not what you would call a um, stand up guy. So, yeah, I I feel the same way. I feel like they're not going to. Yeah, he's not going to be successful in finding someone that will bond him. Troy Driver is an ex-con. He went to prison for 15 years for uh, on a murder charge on assisting a murder. Mm-hmm. And when he was just a teenager, like 18, he helped to uh, murder a meth dealer and stuff him in the trunk and dump him out on the desert in California. Yeah. So you tell me what bail bondsman would get anywhere near this. Yeah, I'll be very surprised. Although me too. Hey, Alan. It is in Nevada. There are more bail bondsmen in Nevada than any other state. <laughs> yeah. For obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would be really surprised if anybody um, would want to touch him with 10 football. Yeah, me too. Me too. So we'll keep an eye on this and let you know there's another big public search planned uh, here in the next couple of days. Here's the thing that really worries me. This fool is some kind of a mind supervisor. Remember oh, Susan Powell? No. Yes. And remember how oh, no. in Southern Utah, there are all of those old mines and there's a very strong belief that her body got thrown down in one of those mines. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that in Nevada too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that is not good news at all no, because it's not. trying to locate a body, you know, underground like that is really difficult. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not reading this case because we don't do that, Yeah. but just, I don't think that they're going to find her alive. It's not feeling good. The thing is he's been in custody now for five days Yeah. and I don't, believe that i believe that they surveyed him for a while before they arrested him i don't believe that they would have arrested him had they thought that he was tending to somebody right i'm sure they were surveying him to see if he was Mm -hmm. going somewhere where he had her you know held captive or something and doesn't appear Mm -hmm. that that's the case no it's awful yeah yeah Yep. So we'll keep an eye on it and so much love to her sweet family. My gosh, it's just an unbelievable thing. You know, Jessica, Jessica said, how long has he been out? I have tried to figure it out exactly. I can't. I'm going to tell you that I think he's been out approximately 10 years. Yeah, it's been a while, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Explosive bomb in his neck, Alan says. If he messes up, boom. (laughs) Maybe in some countries. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah. people are just, you remember with the Vallow case, I, you guys, any of you guys that have been with us for the beginning, people get so very upset at watching the wheels of justice turn. And yeah. we still do, you know, we still get pissed off and frustrated, but that's all that's happening here. Yeah. She's been missing since the 12th on yeah. Friday. It'll be three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And it does. It takes no, time. Saturday. I'm sorry. Saturday. It'll be three weeks. It takes time. It is frustrating, you know, especially because a lot of what's happening now are things that protect his rights, mm -hmm. but that's how the U S legal system works. Mm -hmm. We have to protect his rights mm -hmm. to make sure that when this goes to trial, that they've done mm -hmm. everything right, you know, and we always have to remember that because it does mm -hmm. get very frustrating, but ultimately mm -hmm. we don't want, you know, grounds for dismissal or grounds for a, you know, appeals later, that kind of thing, right. because it wasn't all done correctly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, and her family had really stressed uh, today after when they spoke to the press afterwards that at this point, their main priority is finding Naomi, but they also want to see Troy Driver kept safe. You know, as people are mm -hmm. upset and pissed off about this and, and saying things, they're like, no, no, no. We want Troy to remain where he is. We want mm -hmm. him to remain safe. He is likely the only key to us finding our sister. So, right. and our daughter, you know, right. so no, He's the only person to... who knows where she yeah. is. It, it's, and you know, $750,000 bond, you know, a lot of people feel like it's too low. Maybe it is, it probably is. And yet I suspect that it is probably in alignment with the crime. Yeah. And, and probably the area too, you know, uh -huh. Fernley's not a very big town. We know how that goes here. Mm -hmm. You know, some the, these million dollar bonds that the Vallows have is like, that's just unprecedented yeah, in our community and never happens. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure this is a big bond um, mm -hmm. for, yeah. for that place. I'll bet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cat skills. It's a good question. She said she feels like maybe there are others. Well, What's he been doing? Yeah, and I agree with you, Jessica. She said, what's he been doing for the last 10 years? Good question. Right. Is Very this the tip question. of the iceberg for what might, Troy has been doing? Be. And we're just going to start learning about it now? Yeah. We'll see. This is but you're right, Moonbeam. That we have to make sure that he actually did it, that he is the one, of course. Mm -hmm. He is just, um, yeah, he is just uh, accused of yeah. this crime right now. He has not been convicted. And you're right. We have to be careful. We certainly do mm -hmm. not want the so, the system to convict someone who did not, in fact, commit this crime. No. And especially in this case, my husband and I were having this conversation earlier today about this case. What if they did have the wrong guy? What if they have the wrong guy and the right guy is out there with Naomi right now? You know, I mean, this is mistakes like I mean, this are incredibly costly. They are. I mean, they have... Mm -hmm. um, Oh, Brian, Brian just tweeted that they that found Naomi. Hold on. I'm updating. Remains. Well, remains. 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 Uh, Naomi Arians. Oh, man. Remains have been discovered in Churchill County, Nevada. The sheriff's office says the remains were found in a remote part of the country, or the county, sorry. They say investigative actions less led them to a grave site. Yep. Damn it. I mean, I'm not surprised at this point, but that sucks. I'm glad, at least for her family, that they know. Yep. That this isn't just, you know, going to drag on forever. 
And they have tried. They have been such troopers. They have tried so hard to remain positive. Thank you so much for Fran or Fran for uh, that. Headset. Yes, thank you. It, uh, it, it never fails that something like this happens while we are on an episode. <laughs> mm -hmm. Happens all the freaking time. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yes, thank you. Oh, her Gosh. sister tweeted, this is the worst day of my life. Oh. Yeah. And then planning to stay in Nevada for the proceedings. And I'm so glad we found her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Yep. Okay. Well, he's not making bail. No. He's not making bail. Don't know. Well, uh, because at this point, he's about to get charged with murder. So. Yeah, that, that'll be coming in just a minute. I was going to, nah, never mind. I was going to screenshot that and share it, but we told you what it said, so. Yeah. Oh, damn. Well, this is no surprise, but shit. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm glad he's in custody. Yeah, he's definitely not going anywhere. This no. is exactly why a bail bondsman wouldn't have touched this. Right. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're right, Moonbeam. It will be a DNA for the win. You're probably absolutely correct about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, she hasn't been missing for that long, so there's probably evidence still. Yep. God. yep. What kind of world are we living in, you guys? Mm. Yep. Well, we'll just keep an eye on this. We'll keep an eye on his proceedings, of course. Mm -hmm. and keep you updated on that. Well, let's move on. You know, last week we talked a little bit about uh, that we're annoyed and frustrated that there haven't been any charges come forward with uh, in the Downard Funeral Home case. Yeah, I even posted about it on my Facebook page, hoping I might drag somebody out that knows something, you know, but right. I, I didn't really. But, but coincidentally, then East Idaho News actually ran a story so, Christy, tell us what uh, what they had to say. Oh, gosh. So this is really, this is not charges for them, but should be, and I hope is going to be a civil suit. But I, I mean, there's a body missing, you guys. There is a body missing. So uh, this woman, Rhonda uh, D'Amico, has come forward to tell her story that... Um, her husband, Eric, died on August 7th of 2021. He had a rare, incurable uh, cancer. Prior to his death, he had arranged for his cremation to be done at Downard Funeral Home by his personal friend, Lance Peck, owner of Downard Funeral Home. So not long after he died, this story broke. And, of course, Rhonda was one of the people going, where is my husband? They have still not responded to her. Eric, or Lance Peck has still not spoken to her. She does not know where her husband's remains are. Wow. This has been so upsetting for her that she uprooted her whole life and moved to Oregon. She said she just could not stand to stay in the Pocatello area anymore. Oh. And that, the, you know, not only did she lose her husband, but now her husband's remains are missing. 
This guy uh, is such a sick asshole. Anybody that has defended Lance Beck, because we've heard many, mm-hmm. can go to hell when you hear a story like this. Mm-hmm. So this body, as far as I know, this is the only one that hasn't been identified, that hasn't been located, that was missing. But there there could be others. Yeah. Um, but the the fact that not only did he prepay for his cremation before he died he was friends with this guy and even his friend he did not take care of his body lance peck was at eric's celebration of life oh for christ and was there trying to comfort Rhonda from the loss of her husband. Can you believe that crap? Oh my that god. That whole time with his whatever's happened to his body or his remains, he was supposed to be cremated. So we don't know what's happened to his ashes. She doesn't know. She can't get um any response out of anybody from Downard, including Lance Peck. No one will talk to her. And her husband's body is missing. Mm-hmm. Oh so yeah. This it just is worse and worse. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I I do not understand anything about this. I, I do not understand how there are not charges filed. And, you know, one of my friends whose husband is a local police officer said, well, the wheels of justice turn slowly. And I'm like, oh, I get that. But come on, man, something. There's been nothing. There's been nothing. When you look him up in the state no, the place is not still open. It is shut down. Yeah. When you look him up in the repository, nothing, nothing mm-hmm. comes up. Not a single mention. How can he not have been charged with something? I mean, I don't the, understand the the um. Oh, what what would it be called? Denigration of human remains. Mm-hmm fraud because he was paid for that cremation and cannot turn over the ashes Mm -hmm. like there's got to be something not to mention all of the friggin' health code violations but why and and i hope that Rhonda sues the Mm -hmm. living shit out of him over this she should yeah although i don't think he's got a dime Mm -hmm. i think that's a big part of the problem yep yep Uh, One of you asked if there have been any updates in the Delphi matter. We did report on it earlier this week because there is some big developments. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can find that there. But uh, there's been yet another kind of interesting one. That is that Mm -hmm. uh, the Anthony Schatz profile, which is the uh, fake profile online that this guy and his dad were using to poach you know, girls and ask girls for nudes and things like that. Mm -hmm. There is another incident involving that profile that happened less than a week before Delphi or after Delphi. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, and I mean, he's already in jail for a bunch of other Mm -hmm. uh, stuff. So yeah, Yeah. there's stuff happening there. I think there is. Mm -hmm. They're just, I don't know. They don't quite have enough evidence yet to charge Mm -hmm to charge these men, but they obviously have some information. Mm-hmm. So a school-aged girl gave her address to the Anthony Schatz profile just a few days after the Delphi murders. Oh, God. And Klein knew this girl's family from when he lived in Galveston, Indiana. Oh. So this was in all of these uh, transcripts. The police told him 
She comes home from school, sees this guy in a ski mask looking in her bedroom window directly after giving this address to Anthony Schatz. As a matter of fact, that's the incident that started everything last time. And he said, huh, that's crazy. Yeah. The dad has not been arrested at this mm -hmm. point. Not at this point. But it appears that um, Klein himself thinks mm -hmm. that they're looking at his dad. Yeah. Yeah, it seems so. And he has, you know, made statements that dad did have access to this profile. Yeah. So some of the messages could have been sent by him. We don't know if they were or not. But, you know, we do know that there are two um, witness drawings, basically, mm -hmm. of two different men that were there that day, an older man and a younger man, mm -hmm. like a father and a son. So mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. there's progress being made there. It's just slow, but yeah. it's, it's, it's happening. Yeah. Yep. It's rolling slowly forward, but uh, it's interesting. It's getting very interesting, and it is disgusting. Yep. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of time left, but I wanted to get it to all the names that we uh, promised. So, Christy, talk to us a little bit about Ethan Crumbly in court last week. Oh, shit. Or was am I on that one? Maybe I, I'm on that one. I think you might be on that one because oh, I okay. don't have an article on it. So, okay, I'll, I'm I not sure. It. I guess I screwed up. Sorry. <laughs> I'm all, I'm so thrown by the Naomi finding. I'm oh, feeling a little scattered. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, so Ethan, they're still trying to get Ethan moved out of adult jail and into juvie. Yeah. And so basically the judge has said no, but is open to updates as uh, this progresses and his evaluations of his mental health progress. So they had a status update this week. Uh, talking about it. Basically, the prosecution didn't have anything new, nor did the defense. And so she said, now nah, we're going to just keep him right here for now. But here's the thing. Because he's a minor, the jail is now in charge of his education. And his oh, attorney right. is pushing really hard for him to continue on with education. And, you know, this is an infuriating conversation for people who he, you know, murdered their children because, um, why the hell does he get an education? Their kids sure didn't. But it's the law. And it so is, at this point, they're working on a couple of different plans. Uh, likely he'll start working on a GED when he turns 16. Because guess what? You can't even start working towards a GED in their state until you are 16. God, this kid is only 15. Mm -hmm. <gasps> so they're saying that they probably will not start pursuing education again for him until the 2022-23 fall semester. The way his attorney talks about it, you would think that they're getting ready to uh, tie up his shoes and, you know, throw on his backpack and send him out the door. It's really gross. Yeah, and it is gross. Upsetting. The way I, I feel like from getting his education. For her, I feel like she is she is trying to keep the um, attention on the fact that he is a child, mm -hmm. you know, even though what he did was a very not childlike thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, I do feel like that that's what she wants is to keep the attention on the fact that he's a child. She's trying to get him not tried as an adult, not housed as an adult, those kinds of things. And so I suspect that this is a tactic on her yeah. part. I, I think you're probably right about that. So they'll be back in court on April 21st to discuss yet again 
whether or not they should be moving him to a juvenile jail. Yeah. So that's what's up. Well, with I mean, case. it's got to be really challenging in an adult jail because mm -hmm. juvenile jails have teachers. They have a school program. Right. They, they're required to. But mm -hmm. an adult, an adult jail does not have those things, you yeah. know. And because he's, you know, currently being housed as an adult, they can't even like take him to a juvenile facility for school because they yeah. couldn't allow him to mix with the other kids. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would imagine that's really a pain in the butt. Yeah. I would imagine to so too. It's ridiculous. But, you know, again, his rights have to be respected too. That's, you know, what this country is about. Mm -hmm. We don't want to argue with that because uh, if I was in jail or one of my kids was in jail or whatever, I'd want my rights to be defended. So, What's good for the goose, right? Well, yeah. And and it is a, a valid point. And a lot of people in the chat, you know, are saying that, you know, nobody ever tried to help Ethan. And it doesn't, it yeah. does not excuse what he did, but it is true. He's a 15-year-old child mm -hmm. with very dysfunctional parents who mm -hmm. ignored literal marching bands of attention, you mm -hmm. know, trying to get their attention about mm -hmm his problems. And so yeah. it, it is true. I mean, I do feel, bar feel bad for him as well. Mm -hmm. um, because I, this kid never had a chance in hell. Yeah. So it sounded like they found Naomi through a tip. So we'll keep an eye on that and update that when we have more information. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Then lastly, Adam Montgomery and Kayla Montgomery have finally yes. uh, been uh, officially indicted through the grand jury uh, process in New Hampshire, in Manchester, New Hampshire. So the charges are a class for Adam, a class B felony charge of second degree assault uh, from him hurting Harmony with uh, witnesses, some of the family that witnessed him hitting her in the face. Mm -hmm. They still have not been charged in her disappearance. And then Kayla Montgomery his ex-wife has been indicted on a class A felony charge of theft by deception and a few other things because, of course, she continued to draw food stamps on Harmony for, well, you know, indefinitely after she disappeared. It's been, I think, a year and a half or so. Oh. So at any rate, absolutely horrifying. And in that case, they have still not found a body, but they're still searching. Yeah. So... And that's, of course, the Harmony Montgomery case. So that's it. We got to go. But yeah. that uh, that's a mouthful. That was a lot tonight. Whew. Yeah. Yes, it was. Gosh, yes. so much oh. love to Naomi's family. Barbara needs a link to the Etsy store. I'll put that up right now. And we will be back tomorrow night for the Psychic Hour. We'll lighten things up and talk about things that aren't murder. <laughs> and probably good a chance for some healing yeah so thanks you guys so much for being here like share follow comment yada yada this has been yet another production of true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters take care bye everybody <laughs>